Hey, 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 Closet Busters, come on and gather around. It's time once again to kick down those closet doors of life. We're here to escape our BS, explore our fears, and elevate our self-expression. I'm your host, Rick Clemens, bold move expert and coming out coach, and I'm going to take you to the party, the pulpit, the wake, and back to the party of living your life uncloseted. So come on, grab hold of yourself and get ready to step out, step up, and step in to living your truth as we explore more stories, tips, and tricks for living your life uncloseted. Now let's get to the show. Hey, 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 Life Uncloseted family. It is time once again for Life Uncloseted where we kick those closet doors down, we make bold moves, and we live our lives without apologizing. And sometimes to get to that space where we live our life without apologizing, you just got to go through a transformation. In fact, you know, coming out is a big transformation in and of itself. But sometimes you just got to transform the community as well. And those of you who've listened to the show, you know that I have worked at the Slow Film Festival um, the last couple of years. And I was on the hunt this Slow Film Festival for something unique to bring to our month of Pride celebration. So again, happy Pride, everybody. And um, lo and behold, my wishes were granted. My fairy godfathers and mothers waved their magic wand. And there was a fabulous movie that I got to see, ironically called Transformations. And the star of the movie is with us today. And I think I'm just going to say welcome to the show, Deja Brooks. So thanks Ah, for being here, honey. Thank you so much, gal. Thank you. I appreciate it. Happy Pride to everyone. Yes, yes, yes. And Deja Brooks was just amazing. We had people, she, but I'm going to say we at the film (laughs) festival also had people laughing and crying and clapping and loving that. Deja and her crew, a.k.a. Brandon Eisman, her assistant. That's right. Make things happen in a little tiny town. Okay, everybody get ready for this. In Lawrence, Kansas. They transform the community every year. So, Deja, let's kind of talk about, you know, oh, whatever you want to talk about, girl. I'm cool with that. But um, you do wave your little magic wand there in little Lawrence, Kansas every year, don't you? I try. I really do try. You know, we are in the the heart of the United States, literally smack dab, smack dab in the middle of the United States. Yep. And, you know, there for a while we were a red state, but we are finally a blue state. And my big goal was to make our sapphire of Lawrence shine bright in a ruby state. And finally, mm-hmm. um, we can have a full state of sapphires shining yeah, bright. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So the sapphires that Deja, a.k.a. Brandon, is talking about is um, a little bit of transformation that he makes happen, he, she makes happen every year um, by doing some fun stuff. Um, now, not only does Deja do amazing stuff, um, you know, we're going to let her brag a, a little bit here about all the, you know, sasses she's won transforming herself, but... Um, Let's kind of start with, you, you do some drag queen story times, right? I do, yeah. So the Lawrence Public Library is so amazing. Um, but yeah, we started last June having a reading rainbow, if you will. And nice. huge success um, for the Midwest to have um, a drag queen sharing love and family and what it means to love and be unique and kindness to kiddos and parents and grandparents and truly everyone who attends. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. 
And that is a biggie. So <clears throat> I went to Oklahoma State University myself. So I, I know what it's like to be there in those middle states. I yeah. also, I wasn't out at the time. I was like, okay, I know something's going on with me, but I'm not sure what that looks like or feels like. It took me like, you know, 36 years to figure that whole thing out, even though I knew exactly what it was, but was in denial because partially because I was living in those middle states. But um, it, it was, it's interesting to watch what you have brought to that little you know, middle of the world sort of space and letting Deja really kind of take things forward. Yeah. And go ahead. No, it was just, I think it's interesting to watch literally the transformation you started to create in in the middle of the country. So what was the inspiration for the thing that started to really become, you know, your thing other than you know you're fabulous and you like have won, <laughs> you, you you know you you won some awards i'll let you tell the audience about that but there was a little thing that's become kind of a big thing now in lawrence kansas so yeah so well i started um my drag career and continued performing and went into pageantry and so i competed for miss gay america and with any kind of hobby um hobbies somewhat are expensive so especially in the pageant world. You have gowns and wigs and costumes and everything that truly is handmade. And so all of that costs money. Yep. And so I uh, went to Vegas. I got my ticket for Miss Gay America by competing for Miss Gay Western States. And in, let's see, Nationals was in October. And uh, like three weeks prior to heading to Nationals, a good friend at the time said, we need to have a benefit show for you. Um, let's try to figure this out. And I said, well, there's no time. There's no Mm -hmm. time to do something on this scale. Right. Um, before heading to nationals, I got back from nationals. We talked about what it would look like having, um, a unique event in Lawrence, Kansas. And what we came up with was to take 10 women of the community, pair them with female impersonators or drag Queens Mm -hmm. and make them over let these women have a true, uh, a true night on stage. Uh, their, let their moment shine bright. Mm-hmm. And we didn't tell people what it was. Um, it was a pageant-style setting, so these women were made over. They competed in evening gown, um, which we consider glamour, and then they went into talent and an on-stage question, all while representing um, local charities. And so really what that was doing, it was providing more exposure for the charities within Douglas County and Lawrence. Mm -hmm. And so we did that for five years, uh, selling out each year. Our sixth year, we had an all-star year and 13 of the ladies came back to compete again, Wow! which was amazing. And then, you know, every year we're growing um, or transforming. And so finally I decided, okay, enough with everyone asking me about when are we going to make over men? So we did it. We, we took men, 10 men of the community who um, agreed or applied, uh-huh. if you will. And, <laughs> and so, um, so that was Transformations 2018. And we mm. had an amazing time. We had, well, the documentary. Um, yeah. We've been working with Alonzo Mayo and a fluid film. And I had talked about it for a while, wanting to you know, just capture some of these moments that the women were bringing to the stage for our community. But when we decided to really do this for men, he's like, we're on board. Yeah. We are there. Um, we're filming. We're going to you know, capture this moment. And, mm-hmm. and that's what they did within Transformations. So, and, and it's such a beautiful 
fun film. And and the first time I, I saw, I think I saw it every show. I think I, I think I saw every showing at the Slow Thank Film Festival you. because, well, well, partially because I was working as a host, so I made sure I was hosting most of the gay films for sure. But um, it was so interesting because I was supposed to be working at another film the day, the first day um, when you guys, you know, debuted it at the festival, and ironically that film was completely full and so there wasn't even a place for me as a volunteer to sit and i'm like well that's okay i'll just kind of watch my you know watch my watch and everything and i wandered in knowing that i was going to work your film um the next day or sometime yeah, yeah. you know and i knew my husband and i were going to go see it together on the weekend and i'm like okay this is one of those moments where you feel like you're cheating on your husband because it's like okay <laughs> i don't want him to know i've already seen this so i'm gonna have to make sure i laugh at all the appropriate moments right. and all this sort of stuff and I was sitting at the back of the theater um, and there was another volunteer sitting at the back of the theater. And I, I didn't even know this gal and I am laughing and I am crying and I'm just like, like high fiving, you know, myself yeah. in those moments going, go girl, go girl. And, and she leans <laughs> up to me and she goes, you're really into this. And she goes, you'd be perfect to be on that stage. And I turned around and said, girl, I'm gay. I totally get all this. <laughs> And um, needless to say, I made a new friend to her, and she is still pushing like we're going to do this here in, in, I, in Elizabeth. So um, okay, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. So um, so let's talk a little bit about that journey for you yeah. because I know you're a, a performer and stuff. But there were moments. I mean, there's just some moments in that film where I mean, I was brought to tears yeah. as you went through it because you knew you were being filmed. Was the emotional stuff? high for you or was it like okay we're just getting this done was it easy to like be just you or was there like additional pressure there well of course when you're being filmed there's additional pressure of how you sound what you look like what you're right. portraying you know um what your message is and but really the message just came through yeah. and i didn't have to work on it you know like mm -hmm. or work at it it just it just flowed mm -hmm. and alonzo really captured that i think with with all of the guys that he followed. So mm -hmm. you know, the film really isn't about the event. It's about nope. four guys in, you know, in Lawrence, Kansas, who are competing in drag for local charities. Mm -hmm. um, seven of which um, are straight, you know? Yeah. And so, which is commendable for them to, yeah, yeah. to put themselves out there. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing was, you know, the film didn't also you know, follow them. It followed my mom. It followed my son. Yep. Um, I have a, an amazing soon to be 13 year old boy. Yes. Um, and we're, we're all praying for you. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah, no, he's great. Actually. Um, knock on wood that yep. continues, but you know, it's, it's not only about me and about these guys, but it's about him and you know, what, what he perceives as what's going on. And thankfully he's grown up in this world of, um, people being different and mm -hmm. what is the norm and what isn't the norm. And, you know, this is just our life. Right. You know, he's grown up with drag queens as aunts and, right. um, you know, attending pageants and literally from three years old on. So, mm -hmm. And he has a unique background as well in that you and, uh, and his mom um, are both members of the community. You know, That's and correct. you, you yeah. have surrogated together, you know, all that, that whole thing, you, you, you made the choice and you co-parent and, and those moments in the movie were amazing too. And I, I it was so interesting because, you know, as a host of the movie, 
then I, you know, I, I take the ballots for voting and all that stuff. And so I get to hear a lot of the comments as people come sure. out. And, um, I remember the second show that I was working these, the, it was, you know, it was an older crowd for that one. And, um, but it was pretty full. It was like, okay, I think this one's almost like completely booked out. And I remember these two older, beautiful seniors coming out and they were arguing. <laughs> they were arguing about, I don't think that was his, his, the wife. And she's like, no, it's not the wife. It's the surrogate mother. And well, I don't think that was her. I don't think she's the one with the headphones on backstage. And yes, it, and it was just so funny. <laughs> That's so funny, yeah. Because it's like these things that people caught and then the, the one who was like absolutely convinced that it was her said, you know, this is really stupid that we're even arguing about. Why don't we just talk about how great that film was? Oh, uh, yay. <laughs> it was such yeah. a beautiful moment to hear that kind of come forward, um, just to watch those things come out of the audience. So yeah. I would anticipate for you, given that it was the first time you guys did it with the men, and then on top of that, <laughs> here you are filming this. I would assume there were some pretty deep emotions for you personally at times when you saw things happen with these guys. Um, there was. So Tyson Combs, he actually went on to win for um, a charity called Baby J's Legacy of Hope. Um, you know, he comes from a family who really does not support this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. In fact, um, you know, he makes a, a statement in the filming process that, yep. you know, his friends and family would prefer that him not to post anything right. about this event. Um, but he's so eloquently like, puts it out there that, you know, what we're doing here in Lawrence, Kansas is so appropriate for all of these nonprofits. And just right. the fact that we're in drag, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. but he, I mean, that to me, it was so moving. And when mm -hmm. you know, I got to watch him do his, um, uh, when they interviewed him, like I was actually in tears because yeah. he understands why he's doing it he understands mm -hmm. this community he understands mm -hmm. why it's so important to even just put yourself out there whether you're right. gay or straight it doesn't matter um you kind of just have to put yourself out there in order right. for people to open their minds a little bit and mm -hmm. and accept maybe differences within um, right. your family or you know your community Right. And I think it's him. Uh, you, you would think after I've saw this three times, I could remember, but I think it is, is he the one with the wife that was there with him in the changing room? Yeah. So his wife actually competed, Carrie, she competed, <clears throat> right. um, like in, a, in the past her own year and then yeah. as well as, um, yeah. the all-star year. So, but I yeah. just, I, there were a couple of different guys and I think he's the one that there's one moment when in the movie he pivots to look in the mirror and it was like, I mean, I just saying that I just got chills again because yeah. it's like when that head pivots and he sees himself and then suddenly it's like this perfect drag queen kind of yes, nod right. and rising to the moment. Uh -huh. It was so, I don't know. I don't need, I can't even describe it because it yeah, is just I, it's, I mean, it's one of those moments. Yeah. Have their own transformation. Oh yeah. So, oh, I yeah. Mean, they are going through their own, you know, their mind of yeah. what it's going to look like for them. Mm -hmm. uh, and then who was who's the guy that's the the more stocky, heavier guy of the whole the four that um the teacher or the the Not bar the or the the bar oh, yes. owner guy, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, I have to say he <laughs> <laughs> and I, we're trying not to give too much away because I, I don't know how you, some of you are yeah. probably never going to get to see this movie. So I want to give enough away like you go, oh, my God, I'd love to see it. But um, I just remember how concerned he was about the strut on stage and like, OK, I go to this point. I go to this. I, 
And then that girl, I mean, she just owned it when she came yeah. out. Of stage. It was so beautiful. Matt Llewellyn, yeah. Matt Llewellyn um, is truly uh, a favorite, a local celebrity, if you will. Yeah, um, I can imagine. Definitely just crazy and will do anything for charity. Mm-hmm. Um, he competed for the Boys and Girls Club. And, you know, but he really, he was so determined and focused on how he was going to model his gown and right. how he's to walk across that stage. but. The whole time he's not listening. Like he's just mm-hmm. he's, he's just not in his taking head. in what we're telling him, and he's right. so focused. It was a hoot. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think the true show is backstage. I agree. You know, 100%. The, the show is not what we bring to the stage. It is truly what happens in the mm-hmm. dressing room because <laughs> when it's, you have ten drag queens and ten contestants, and they're all trying to outshine or out diva right. the other. Yeah, yeah, that's your show, and it, and it is, <laughs> and it's so interesting, you know, when you start to see, especially the coach, <laughs> really just kind of take on. And one of the funniest moments is when he's in his high heels going out to the bar, and I was like rolling on, literally almost rolling on the floor because it's just, it's like, okay, I'm just doing this, you know, yeah. and um, it's it's such a beautiful thing, and I would imagine <laughs> again too that you kind of saw some stuff in these guys as they went through the experience um, as they yeah. started to really see, I don't know, themselves and then uh, see, I know as I watched it and again, you know, as a life coach, I was really like, Oh my God, this is such an amazing thing that could happen in such a beautiful way to help people like really move through a transformation in life, yeah. Yeah. you know? But um, was there something that stood out to you about any particular, and you don't even have to say their name, but some things that you saw about, oh my God, not only did they transition and transformation into these, but like something that they saw in themselves that suddenly popped out? You know, I think it's just, I think the the main thing that several of them took away was appreciation, appreciation Mm -hmm. for themselves, appreciation for their spouse, um, whether it was a husband or a wife, like Mm -hmm. these guys really just put it out there. And, you know, I use the word transform a lot, but really that is truly what happened. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, they accepted, they embraced this challenge Mm -hmm. and, and did it for some amazing charities. And even the charities, you know, they transform each year because they're getting the acknowledgement and the recognition um, that a lot of charities just don't really receive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's great for them as well to be able to have a spotlight shine you know, bright on them for, for one night and you walk away. I mean, the community walks away learning a little bit more about what services we have in our, in our community and, and who these guys are, you know, who want to help these organizations. Yeah. So their goals. It's so interesting to watch this happen. And I would only venture a guess that for you, there was, some moments where you're like, wow, this is so different than with the women. <laughs> so different. Yeah. Um, you know, women, they're already, you know, they're, they're they used to have the body. They already have right. hips and, and breasts and, you know, cheekbones and, and for men, you know, we have to add that, you know, yeah, we yeah, add yeah. couch cushions for our hips and right. you know, our breasts and wearing hose and nails and mm-hmm. all of that, you know, that is, Mm-hmm. That's an undertaking in itself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, especially guys who are like, have no clue what drag queens or female impersonators go through to make this transformation happen. You know, it's right. like, okay, they're, 
there's so much. In fact, in the film, I still laugh at the one like, I really appreciate, you know, what it takes for my wife to even just put on a bra. <laughs> it's like, well, duh. You think uh, those things are fun and comfortable? I mean, it, it's amazing. But um, as you went through it, is there something specific you learned about yourself in the men's experience versus, you know, you've been doing this with women and then suddenly here's this men's thing. Is there yeah. something that popped out so, for you personally? You know, this was our second year doing men's, so our eighth year altogether. But, you know, I'm still just learning that it's not even learning. It's just realizing and understanding that what we're doing is making an impact on the community. And that's what it's really all about. And so mm. for my son, you know, to see and to, to learn more about our community and to understand the resources that we have, you never know when you're going to need a resource mm -hmm. um, and where that resource is going to come from. But that's really one of the main things that I want for him is to understand your community as a heart, you know, what yeah. can your community provide to you or maybe provide to his friend um, in school or, or whatever the case may be. So that really, to me, you know, getting to understand and learn more about our, our nonprofits here in town is truly rewarding in itself. Mm -hmm. And so every year I really love when we get um, a new organization brought on because not only do I get to learn about it, but the family gets to learn about it. Our community right. gets to, you know, open their door to it a little bit more. And so that's really the important thing to me. And so, it's, it's great that I get to walk away, you know, feeling, you know, mm -hmm. pretty proud that, yes, it would be amazing for all 10 of our charities to win, but yeah. truly all 10 of our charities are winning because, you know, they're getting, they're getting exposure. so much recognition. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And what would Deja say? Yes, queen, for every one of them. Yes. Um, no, Deja is like, she truly appreciates the support that the community provides. Um, mm -hmm. That really, I'm amazed, you know, each year when I'm starting to work on this, well, I work on it every day because I think about sure. this event every day. Right. But when it's time for sponsors or support, the community is just right there. And, mm -hmm. you know, the Lawrence Magazine has done a feature on us uh, six out of the, the eight years. And mm -hmm. like, it's just, it's crazy to, to see the support that, you know, this community gives, but you know, of all the places in Kansas to do this, this is it. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it is. It's amazing. It is such a little, little tiny Mecca in the middle of, you know, the, the United States. And, um, yeah. you know, I, I've been there a couple of times because of, you know, Oklahoma state, you know, and everybody being so competitive, but, yeah. um, my grandfather actually uh, was born in Lawrence, Kansas, so um, many, many years ago. But, um, so what would you like to see happen next? I mean, there's so many things that you've got going with it, but if you were to say, I'd really like to see transformations or the movie, whichever one you want to comment on, but what would you like to see happen next? Or anything in general? Like, Yeah, you know, um, I had no expectations with the film. Yeah. And so whatever happens with the film just happens. Uh, mm -hmm. We were fortunate to go to Doc NYC. So, mm -hmm. you know, I attended that film festival. I got to go to SLO, you know, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, it went to the Free State Film Festival here in Lawrence. So we've covered, you know, across the United States. Mm -hmm. But again, no expectations. Yeah. Would it be amazing for it to continue and go to some other film festivals? For sure. Yeah. You know, Outfest would be amazing to get mm -hmm. into. Um, but I think just letting people see it and I think just getting our story out there. And if that means that transformations goes on the road, um, mm. you know, we talked, I think briefly um, at the film festival, you know, how cool it might be to bring transformations to San Luis and mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, trust me. I keep thinking about it. I do. I keep thinking about it. Like, trust me. There are people take? here that they're like, we're going to do this. We're and and <laughs> I'm kind of like, okay, we're going to do this, but you know, this is, this is, this isn't just, we're going to do it. This folks, I, I want them to really realize this is a concentrated like effort. This is not like, let's just kind of, we're going to do it. And, and we do have a beautiful local organization called slow queerdos that I, I'm not personally trying to push this only because I don't want to be that, oh, he's the gay guy. He's got some gay, you know, name recognition out in the world. Yes, I will help with some of that, but I want to see that people are really committed to sure. this, you know, yeah. they and that they really, they have to be completely yeah. vested. And yeah. I don't know that people quite get that yet. Um, so yeah, I'm all for it. Anything to help anybody, you know, and especially yeah. in this community, we have so many nonprofits in the, 40 mile radius of here. It's amazing. And this community, this is the one thing that I know will happen with this community. If they bring it, they will support it because that's how this community truly works. It is the most amazing fundraising community I've ever been in. And, you know, I come from Southern California where yes, there's tons of them, but there's something about, you know, this small, smaller town community, you know, we're only 40,000 population. It swells to 70,000 when the students are here for, you know, college, um, just like so, Lawrence. You know, yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. Yeah. You know? Um, but it's, it's a beautiful space and I know it would do really well. Yeah. The thing that's challenging is, okay, let's get everybody on the same page, <laughs> check the egos at the door. And <laughs> if we're really going to do this and, and the good thing is, is slow queerdos is a beautiful organization that they do a lot of stuff. So okay. it would, they, we've got the, you know, we've got the pillars in place as far as helping with the transformations and all that sort of stuff, it's just, you know, people got to really, you know, step up to the plate and say, we are committed to this and okay. make it happen. So, um, well, yeah. I'm definitely on board to discussing this further. I think, cool. you know, I felt so welcome there um, just being able to attend two, two of yeah. those screenings. And I left there thinking, wow, this is, I actually feel like home. Mm-hmm. Like it really mm-hmm. felt like home because everyone was just so welcoming and yeah. gracious and supportive, which was well, awesome I can day. tell you this because you left on Friday. So Sunday, Sunday morning, I Sunday, yeah, <clears throat> Sunday morning was a overflowing house. Oh, it was beautiful. And so um, awesome. I can tell you, having got to see every screening that each one was beautiful. But man, Sunday morning, I mean, it was it was a knockout. People were just, you could just feel the energy as people oh, were leaving. So great. Yeah. yeah. So it was really, really so cool. Great. So, so what do you I want? would have been there. I would have been there, but I had the St. Patrick's Day parade. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. So what would you like most for, well, I'm going to start with your son. What would you like most for him to take away from this experience of growing up in this unique world that he grows up with? What, what would you like him to take with him into his life? Well, I think he already has the platform and the base to, to accept people for their differences. Mm-hmm. And I really feel that um, he's already doing it now. He's already, um, mm-hmm. you know, showing his friends and opening minds to his friends and his teachers, you know, about differences and, and people who are different. Mm-hmm. And I really just hope that that continues for him. I feel like, you know, He's a well-educated um, young boy who, who's smart and he mm-hmm. gets it and, you know, he's supportive of all walks of life. And I just hope that really that continues for him mm-hmm. in the future, which I think it will. 
Yeah, I world. think so. Just just watching the segments of in the film of him and how he shows up, you can just you can definitely see it. So um, he's a so part of would, the, he's a part of the um, GSA cool. club at school, you know. So he is definitely an advocate for for everyone, which is amazing. And, mm-hmm. You know. mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So if you could leave you or Deja, either one, some words of wisdom for our listeners about transforming life and transforming communities, what would be that wisdom you'd love to leave them with as we get ready to wrap up here? Yeah, I think the main thing is being true to yourself. Yeah. Um, letting yourself be who you are, putting yourself out there, whether that causes um, stress for some or even stress for yourself. The fact that you're putting yourself out there and you're being true to yourself um, is highly commendable and you'll go places. Mm-hmm. You know, I think even putting yourself out there will, um, like I said earlier, it will open the minds um, to those around you. And what's better than that, you know? Right. <laughs> and given our current, you know, climate. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. I think that's like the biggest thing now. You know, the open mind is a beautiful mind. The closed mind is one that just causes so much strife. Mm-hmm. And I I wish even as a gay, you know, LGBTQ community members, sometimes I see that in our own community of, okay, we can't be this closed minded folks because we're pushing for open mindedness. Let's make sure we're, we're walking the walk, talking the talk and eating our own dog food at times. And at times I don't feel like we are. I think I love that we get on our issues and we get on our platforms and all that stuff, but, um, it requires a lot more. Yes, it it does. does. It really requires a lot more. So, um, so awesome. So, all right. And so Deja, what does Deja have to say to kind of wrap things up as we get ready to waltz on off that runway and sashay away? <laughs> uh, support, get out there and support your local entertainers, um, whether they're drag queens, artists, musicians, whatever the case may be, is just get out there and support. We have so many talented individuals out in you know every community that um, just being there and providing some applause makes mm-hmm. a world of difference. So get out mm-hmm. and support whether awesome. that's those entertainers or, or your nonprofits. That's great. That's great. Well, thank you for sharing with us during pride season. And again, thanks to you and to Alonzo for a beautiful film and showing us a way to really transform lives and, and the beautiful stuff that you have done to help your own community, which becomes a map and it becomes a, a mirror for us to reflect on and what can be done. Um, and who knows, we may, we may make this happen very soon in our little community here in San Luis Obispo, California. So, Fingers crossed. You never yeah, know. You never know. So, well, thanks, thanks again, Brandon. Really appreciate it. And everyone stay tuned because we've got more pride stuff coming up next week. We're going to talk parenthood and what it means to be gay parents on life uncloseted during our pride month celebrations. So take care everyone and keep listening and we will catch you in just a week. All right, there you have it. Another episode of Life Uncloseted has come to an end, but that's okay. We're going to be back in just a couple of days sharing more stories, tips, tricks, and wisdom for helping you live your life uncloseted. And you know what? You can share it too. Just take a few moments if you like and if you believe in this podcast and share it with someone you know today. Share it from your phone, go share it on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you are. Maybe even give us a rating review because you know what? It's all about the planet living their life uncloseted. I'm Rick Clemens, host of the show and the guy who helps you make those big, bold moves. And I hope you never stop stepping out, stepping up, and stepping in 
to living your life on closeted. Catch you real soon. Take care, everyone.